Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the MeWF Observer proper. This is the pre-show for Pretty Damn Cool Man. I am Ace Reporter Dylan Alvarez, and if the background around me looks a little familiar, I'm hanging out with a good brother from from my working days. The Deathmatch Brewmaster was nice enough to let me use his space, so uh, we're coming to you live. With me, as always, my co-host, the one, the only, Jerry Meltzer. Thank you, Dylan. Excited to be here tonight to talk about some great, great MEW of action. Possibly the biggest card, the biggest night in MEWF history will happen here at Pretty Dang Cool Band. We're going to run down all the news, the notes, the rumors, the scoops, and the scuttlebutt all here for you tonight as we run down the card and preview every single match that's going to happen. So, let's just jump right into it because I can't wait any longer. The biggest thing is what we've all been working towards for the last few months. The Tag Team Turmoil Tag Team Tournament titles. We've got the semifinals and the finals coming up. First match. It's going to be the major club. And we don't know which two of the four major club members will be in this. Now, we can guess because there are some major club members in other matches. So we would suspect that maybe Amari, he's evil now, Amari Hernandez and JPE Edge would be the two because they are not in other matches. But you never know. That's the advantage that the major club has over everybody. They did defeat the Alejandros in the first round when they shockingly revealed all four members of the major club. But they will be going against Los Fenomenos, which is AJ Styles and Hyrule Vasquez. Now they defeated Tyler Breeze and Kinzer Kill and the major players in that first round to come in. So it is going to be anybody's guess as to what happens here. Uh, AJ Styles is a wild card in this one because AJ loves his clubs, and Major Club is a club, last I checked. So will true? AJ stay true to his club nature, and will he become the fifth member of Major Club, or will he stay true to his newfound uh, best friend here in MEWF and Hyrule? And will they continue their uh, victorious streak here in the tournament? It's really a toss-up here as to what's going to happen, but definitely one I'm looking forward to. And then, of course, the winner of this match will move on later in the night to the finals, or the finals to face off against the winner of our next another semifinal match. It's going to be Hill Faction, who defeated Team Shoes and Giant Gonshausen. Say that word three times. Gonshausen in the first round against the MWO, who defeated Believe the Heartbeat and War Machine in the first round. And, of course, War Machine did explode after that. So is it the MWO who's having a hot streak on the backs of Jake Wyatt and Andrew Husvar? Or will it be Heel Faction? Heel Faction now has come out with some scorching interviews here as of late. Uh, they have been lighting yeah. that mic on fire when it comes to their uh, 
their promos against MWO. And MWO, as it should note, Jake White has performed very well. However, he is not in this match. He is in the World Title Elimination Chamber, which we'll talk about later. He is in that match. So it will be a team we have not seen before in action of Billy Peck and Andrew Husvar going against Hill Faction. And how will that make the difference? Will it just will it not matter which two MWO members are in the in the match? Or can they now are they now at a disadvantage because Big Jake Boski is not in this match? It's something to definitely keep in touch. If you had to predict, let's first talk who makes the semifinal, who makes the finals. Man, I so I'm gonna say uh, MWO shifting up at the last second. Uh, Heel faction does not have a a chance to really plan for what Peck and Husvar are gonna do together because we have not seen them together, and uh, you know it's hard to game plan for what you don't know. Plus, I think maybe a little bit of Heel faction's top notch promo work. It's gonna be the, the 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 thing that ends up being the nail in their coffin because man, the professor took them to school and uh, back. I, I can tell you back in the days when I was rolling through OVW, I would not take some stuff that lying down in the vein of the stuff that the professor said in that promo. Man, MWO's got to come in here on fire and just ready to to absolutely lay waste to heel faction. And as for Major Club versus, uh, you know, versus Los Phenomenos, dude, AJ Styles is an X factor, plain and simple. I, I have a hard time picking against AJ Styles in anything. So I'm, I'm gonna have to pick Los Phenomenos, but I, I think realistically, Major Club probably rolls through. But the hearts, the hearts saying AJ, man, uh, Los Phenomenos has has been a rock solid tag team. I'd uh, I'd like to see what what AJ and Hyrule have for Major Club. And again, not being able to kind of watch the tape is gonna, be, you know, it's gonna work to their disadvantage. But man, AJ has he, he's run the roads, man. I've 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 wrestled with that guy in high school gyms all over the country. You just can't stop him. Personally, I'd like to see. What would be my money matchup would be Major Club versus MWO, two of the best factions in MEWF, locking it up for the gold on the line, putting it all out there. That's what I want to see happen. Uh, but, you know, both teams have uh, some strong, strong opposition before they make it to that point to even have that chance in the finals. So all four teams belong. All four there. teams have belong here and have, struggled and competed. Uh, it's been a long road just to get to this point here, pretty dang cool, man. So all teams should be proud of their efforts, but guess what? There's no no second-place title tournament trophies. It's just that big gold at the end. So only one team can get that. But next we have, speaking of new contenders, we have our new titles. We have our U.S. title. When we're going to crown the inaugural U.S. title champion on future shows. Now the plan for this one, this is some uh, inner office stuff that I've heard, is that the plan for the U.S. title is always to be defended in an open challenge type situation. But that's not the case here at Pretty Dang Cool Man to crown our first champion. No, this will be a no disqualification. Falls count 
anywhere match. So it's anybody's ballgame. In this match, we have making his MEWF debut, Landon Bumgardner, who is having some pretty kick-ass promos so far. The Deathmatch Brewmaster Dylan Gilbert of the BWO, the Brew World Order. Uh, Rob Cosgrove, who's making his MEWF debut. Papa Bear Paul from the Card Foundation. And you've got to think where he is, the Card Foundation, the Tang Craddy Brothers are not going to be far behind. So how will they factor into this matchup? And a man who has recently shown us that he is as American as apple pie and baseball, Ryan from the gym. This one is a toss-up. Uh, you've got X-Factors galore. We've got two superstars making their debuts. We've got two different factions here involved in it. And we've got a man who would be a, a willing and gracious um, man to hold this title and represent the United States of America and Ryan from the gym. So this will be another slobber knocker. The no disqualification falls count anywhere aspect. This could end up in the ring getting a pinfall. This could end up outside. This could end up in the crowd. This could end up backstage. This could end up down at a Starbucks down the street. That's how wild this one's going to get. Anybody's ball game. Do you have a prediction for this one? Now, uh, I, I have to say this, not that I have a bias because, again, I'm chilling in the man's house as we speak. The Deathmatch Brewmaster, man, like that no disqualification false count anywhere, I think is a gift from Jack Tunney's office. I've seen that dude scrap it out across this great nation. It should be noted. He's so willing the, to represent. Should be noted that the Deathmatch Brewmaster did beat Nick Gage. He beat MDK Gage. MDK all day. So that is a that is a tip of the cap to the deathmatch brewmaster Dylan Gilbert, and you know you gotta think he is maybe a favorite going into this one. Uh, However, that with the BWO backing him up, uh, he BWO could be will odds be on backing. I, I will also say, uh, man, Ryan from the gym has impressed me. Uh, we've rolled in some similar circles on the independents. I think he's got a real shot at it. And uh, I've never seen him in person, but I've heard from buddies that are still out and active that Landon Baumgartner is not to be messed with. He plays the whole, you know, good guy, miss, you know, Mr. Thumbs Up for the kids. But when it comes time, man, he'll crack you. He's uh, he's not to be messed with. I, I, and now I don't know enough about Rob Cosgrove and Papa Bear Paul's going to have outside interference. This really is a toss-up match, but if I'm giving it to anybody, it's either going to be the Deathmatch Brewmaster or Ryan from the gym. That's my two picks. It's going to be one of those two. Great U.S. title champions as we go in. Uh, let's go on. Moving on to our next matchup, we've got the Hard Foundation Hardcore title. This is a TLC match. That means that that title, mat, that title belt is going to be hanging from that Las Vegas roof, we have Alan Adams, the champion. Can he defend successfully, or has his hardcore lifestyle finally taken its toll? Going against it, definitely does, man. Uh, the, Joe Dumas life is whew. it is. It's not for the faint of heart. Going against Joe Dumas, making his MEWF debut. James Kirk making his MEWF debut, and from Major Club, Joshua Reckless. 
So you've got to think there are a lot of X factors here. We've got Allen Adams, who has shown that he is tough as can be. He is hardcore in and inside and outside the ring. But we have two superstars that we know nothing about. We've never seen in action before. And you've got Joshua Reckless, who's part of Major Club. So you've got to think Major Club could play a factor in this matchup as well and help him take that hardcore title. Uh, lots to be dissected here. Uh, I would go with... I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's just too many X factors to call. I think there's just a lot that we don't know. We have seen some good promo work from Joe Dumas coming out recently. Uh, James Kirk. We haven't seen. We don't know anything about him. He could be a mystery. He could be seven foot tall. I don't know. I've never met James Kirk. But it's another one. I don't have a lot of. The office lot is of impressed with him on. enough to put him here in this matchup, though. So uh, I will say on. for next for Adams, it's that that you know that hardcore life. It. Man, it takes a toll. I've known a lot of a lot of the the greats in the the hardcore deathmatch world, and man, they don't hold those titles long. It takes a lot out of you. But I I I think man, he's he's proven himself here. But if I'm taking anybody in this match, I got to go Major Club. Josh Reckless has proven that if 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 you know Adams isn't the guy to retain, I think Reckless is the one to take it. That would be my my guess too. But. Lots well, of X factors there in that one. Next matchup, so we've many. got the number one contender for the world title. This will be the next in line for a title shot against the winner of the main event, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. The number one contendership, you've got Patrick Garza of the Brew World Order. Brian Myers. Now, it's notable here that Brian is competing, but Matt Cardona and Mark Sterling are not. Book on pretty damn cool, man. So you've got to think, is Not that mean that theory. they are, uh, are they waiting in the wings to help Brian? Are they mad that Brian took the spot that they wanted? So we'll have to see how that plays out. Former MEWF heavyweight champion, Jerry Damage. You got to think that he wants another shot back at that title. D Freedom 30 has been ducking him for quite some time. Uh, he's been trying to get his rematch, and D Freedom 30 has so far eluded him in that. So maybe this is a chance for him to kind of step up and take that title, take that opportunity back and force it on him, or the winner force it, a title opportunity back. And the wild card in this one is a mystery opponent. Now, there's lots of online speculation. Could it be a WWE superstar breaking down that forbidden door? Could it be a historic legend? Could we see Tatanka or Maven come in here? Or is this someone seeking revenge on somebody like Jerry Damage or Brian Myers from their past coming in here to to see this? So there's lots of questions that Mystery Opponent could completely change the entire landscape of this matchup. You've got to go with Brian Myers, who has been on a streak recently. He was the Impact Digital Media Champion. Jerry Damage has held the MEWF title before. Patrick Garza has the BWO backing him up. Brian Myers has, of course, the major pod breaking, backing him up. Jerry Damage has major club backing him up. And who knows what the hell's going on with this mystery opponent. This match has so much intrigue going around it. Uh, this might be the most unpredictable matchup of the entire night. Just because so much gaga could happen. Oh, yeah. That we have no clue what's going to happen. All I predict is that it's going to be a pure six brawl. And the whoever emerges as that number one contender will have earned it and will be a force to reckon with for whoever emerges from the Elimination Chamber as a world heavyweight champion. 
Now, I I know the three that we've got confirmed for this match are no slouches. I mean, you know, Garza with BWO, these guys have have really started to give off almost a uh, like a Blackpool Combat Club type of vibe of guys that are just just scrappy blue collar dudes that are pushing each other. Brian Myers is Brian Myers, man. He's the most professional professional wrestler for a reason. The man is just one of the most underrated talents in the world, and Jerry Damage. <laughs> Look, he should be in in that chamber right now. The fact that he's not in that chamber, I think, is a failure on Jack Tunney's part. But damn, if anybody can overcome the odds, it's Jerry Damage. But the mystery opponent, that's the next factor you just can't plan for, man. There's a lot yeah, that you can't lot plan for on it, this show. So. Moving on from that match, we now have one of the hottest rivalries to come out of MEWF since probably the Rob Buck JP Edge rivalry that we saw. And this one may be bigger than that. This is I think specialist so. Joey Wrestling versus Perps. SJW versus Purple Best Wishes guy. Purple Best Wishes shirt guy. Ronnie Bosch. If Perps wins, SJW must leave the MEWF forever. If SJW wins, Perps must return SJW's birthday, and he must vacate the moniker of Purple Best Wishes Shirt Guy. SJW would not become the new Purple Best Wishes Shirt Guy. It's just that Bosch is forced to give up the name that he has endured for the last several years. This all started with that triple threat match that they had against The Miz, where it was birthday versus birthday versus birthday. Of course, Ronnie Bosch won that matchup. He won the right to have three birthdays every year. SJW then said, you know what? Please give me the chance to earn my birthday back. Bosch said, okay, if we win the tag team titles, you can have it back. They made it so far and then got eliminated in the quarterfinals. And after that, Perps was beaten down and savagely attacked by specialist Joey wrestling, which led us to this matchup where there's a lot on the line. There is a career on the line. There is a gimmick on the line. <laughs> Birthdays on the line. The stakes couldn't be higher in this one. This is the hottest feud in all of MEWF. And I cannot wait to see how this one shakes out. And I, I, I think, Joey Wrestling has got to win this match. He's got to. How much more can you take from a man? You take his birthday. You take his grandfather's vehicle with all of his birthday cards in it. You take one of his damn teeth. What more could you take from a man before he finally steps up with his snowflake army around him and cancels perps? I got to take specialist Joey Wrestling in this thing, man. I've come up in the scene with that guy. He has got a wily side that we haven't seen yet. And God, I hope we see it a pretty damn cool, man. That's true. He is He is due for one. But at the same point, we have seen Perps defeat both Specialist Joy Wrestling and The Miz already. So maybe the advantage is there. But sometimes the underdog, sometimes the Mighty Ducks do win. And could we see that happen here again? We'll have to wait and see what happens here. Pretty damn cool, man. That's my prediction. The Charlie Conway of MeWF is coming out with his birthday intact, baby. Let's go, Specialist Joey. That's right. Next, we've got 
a rather interesting matchup that could have repercussions that we can't even fathom at this point in time. Team Shoes, that is Captain Joe Shoes, Yoko Shuna, and the Revolting Blob will take on three MEWF superstars and Dingus the Clown, Stang, and Rock Hod Steve Boston. Now for months, the Shoes clones have been an affront to God and science, illegal clones of our own beloved Joe Shoes, with no one knowing which, if any of these three, is the real Joe, and no evidence of who was behind it. Then, while searching for the remains of Michael Myers, following his match against Billy Peck at the MEWF Halloween Spectacular, MEWF investigators discovered a recently abandoned cloning facility in the mountains above MEWF headquarters. As unconfirmed reports, this is just some scuttlebutt that I've heard, say that materials recovered from that site may divulge the mastermind behind the scheme and ways to destroy the clones. Lawyers for the clones claim that the recovered material is stolen property. MEWF President Jack Tunney has declared that a portion of the documents would be placed in a briefcase above the ring at Pretty Damn Cool Man. Unfortunately, the briefcase that was used is made of a rare isotope that could allow for more powerful shoes clones to be made if it falls into their hands. Now, a team of determined superstars, that's Dingus the Clown, Rock Hod Steve Boston, and Stang will take on Team Shoes in a three-on-three ladder match. If the MEWF superstars win, they will get the documents that will lead them to find out who created the clones. But if Team Shoes wins, they will be able to create another clone who is stronger than any we have seen before. There's a lot riding on the line yeah. in this matchup. Potential world-altering match. That's true. Could we see super shoes as a result of this? Could we see who was behind it? Who is the, the wizard when we pull back that curtain? That's anybody's guess. Yeah. Could it be yeah. Jack Tunney secretly doing all this? Who knows? Oh, uh, there's... And you do have three superstars here who are able to take on Dingus the Clown won his match at the Halloween Spectacular. He won the Clown Challenge. And he's he's done some pretty wild matches on the independent scene. And that's true. So a I ladder match is to be reckoned with right up his alley. Of course, Rock Hot Steve Boston of FWF fame. He has not done a lot here so far in uh, MEWF, but of course in FWF he was a champion and he was a core superstar there for uh, Thrill Zone. He, uh, of course, he, he shows a lot of promise, man. Rock hard Steve Boston, he reminds me of a, another wrestler. I can't quite put my finger on it, but he reminds me of someone that's done great things. Maybe it'll come to me later. The Rock. That's, that's who it, who it was. Yeah. Just The Rock. Or Batista. I think it's Batista, maybe. Oh, yeah, Big Dave. I think it was Big Dave. John Cena? Hmm. Ah, it'll come to me so. later. Yeah. And Stang also, he bears some passing resemblances to another, you know, another great superstar. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. That That's was it. That was it. It's the exactly, Warrior. Exact copy, unfortunately. It's the Warrior. So, uh, so I mean, there's just a, a stack of talent on that team that hopefully could defeat these evil clones potentially save the world which is That's wild true. on a wrestling card man this is some never true know stomping paradise happen. type stuff and a true stomping paradise type situation so 
Will the you know, sun go out? Well, it could. The lights go out. The lights go out. The sun goes out. And the next match, or is it a match, is between Rob Buck, Bonesaw Rob Buck. He has been calling out John Moxley, but Moxley has been very, very silent in his response. Will Moxley appear at Pre-Dane Coleman to answer Bonesaw's challenge? We've seen Bonesaw attack Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. We've seen him attack Wheeler Yuta. We've seen him attack William Regal. All in an attempt to get over to John Moxley. But so far, Moxley has remained silent and has not accepted that challenge from Bonesaw. So what will happen there? Will John Moxley show up and will he accept the challenge that Rob Buck has laid out? Man, I'll, I'll tell you, the, one of the worst things in the world you can do is piss off John Moxley. I trained with him back in CZW, and and I think a big thing with him is is like saying he won't show up, he won't appear. Man, I made the joke about him not showing up on time for a match, and uh, boy, did he hand me my ass in that ring. Uh, Rob Buck is rock solid, man. I think he's one of the pillars of the BWF, but I kind of hope he's not barking up the wrong tree trying to piss off John Moxley. I mean, Mox is Mox, man. Like, Buck is Buck is not to be messed with, but Mox is Mox, man. I I think that's if Moxley shows up, and I'm I feel pretty good that he will, knowing what I know about him. I think Buck's going to be in for one, man. That's going to be a rough night. It's going to be a very very hard fought battle if it happens, uh, and you've got to think John Moxley is not one to back down from a challenge especially once he's been provoked. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens here. But uh, this one could be could be the most brutal match of the night, and that is saying something considering the other matches that we've got here on this card. It really is. So the next one is Ric Flair's next last match as he goes against Shawnee Caulfield. Now, Shawnee is one half of the money marks, he is also the holder of the padded lope contract. Now, Shawnee won the, ch- the chance here for this one opportunity uh, from the random draw and the chance to take on Ric Flair in his next last match. But will this be Ric Flair's next last match? Will it be his actual last match? Or will it just be his next last match until his next last match? I think the latter is probably the truth here. Uh, you know, Ric Flair's Ric Flair, man. He, he'll he go away, but I don't think he'll ever completely go away. I, I just, I don't think it's in him. Man, once that, once that wrestling bug gets in your blood, it's in your blood. But if anybody's got a shot to put him away, I think it's good brother Shawnee. I, I, I really think he's got a shot to put Ric Flair away in this next last match. And uh, if it is going to be the last match, man, that's that's one of the guys I'd want to have it with. Like he's he's one of those guys that I if I'm putting a retirement match together, I you know I wish I'd have known Shawnee in time for mine. I, uh, that could be that could be a hell of a match, man. Could be. It will be a hell of a match here against this. Uh, and the, the other question is though, 
So this is Ric Flair's next last match, but will this be Shawnee's only match on the card? Hmm. Because Shawnee does have the padded lope contract. Now he has tried to cash in on D freedom once before, and that cash in was unsuccessful as Roman Reigns was able to slide D freedom out of the ring and get him away before the padded lope contract was able to be cashed in. So we've got to think, will he attempt to do that again here? Because guess what? The world champion, whoever that may be at the end of the night will be here and they will be beaten down and broken because let's go ahead and get into the main events now. Oof, this, this is, is for dick. the MEWF World Heavyweight title. D Freedom, who has not been a defending champion in any stretch of the imagination. He is going to finally put up that World Heavyweight title in an elimination chamber sponsored by Wendy's. As he with his manager, Kimberly Reem Cook. Go against the American heartbeat, Nicholas Pritchard, who's a huge fan favorite. Kinzer Kill. Andro Mega, Victor Levia. Jason Holbrook, who is one half of the money marks with Patty Lope contract holder, Shawnee Caulfield. And from the MWO, Jake, the big Jake Boski Wyatt who chose this opportunity now instead of the tag team tournament where he has been a pretty dominant superstar so far. So could that decision backfire on the MWO? Because some of the other matches that we have now, we had potential run-ins by partners and by allies. But in this right here, this is an elimination chamber. This is a solid steel structure. It doesn't matter how many people you have on your side. They're not getting in this structure. This is one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one. On one on one on one on one. This is a six men going at it, and only these six men will decide who walks out with that belt. D. Freedom has not been a defending champion. Jack Tunney finally forced his hand and basically rolled up all the title defenses that he skipped into one big knot here and making him take them all at one time. So the question is, does D. Freedom... Does he have enough in the tank to survive five guys and walk out with the belt? I don't know if he does. I don't think he does, man. So, uh, so. it's going to be very, he's a big some bitch. That is very true. But he is also a scared some bitch because he has not been a defending champion. He has ran uh, quite, a, quite a bit here. And so now he's got some, some good competition here in this. Nicholas Pritchard uh, is a big fan favorite. You know, the place would explode if he were to win that Kinzer kill is another giant to go against say, speaking of big boys Kinzer yeah, kill is not kill one is to a, mess with he is a big boy he is mean as well so you've got to think he could match everything that d freedom could could throw at him uh, andrew omega victor levia who was tag team partners with vader and they had some success there in the tag team titled turmoil tournament uh, jason holbrook one half of the money marks the money marks uh did get pinfalls over D Freedom and Roman Reigns in the tag team title turmoil tournament. And of course, Jake Wyatt has shown some success here. And he did choose this right here uh, instead of the semifinals and finals for the tag team tournament. So you got to think is he now stepping up into the singles ranks? Uh, he's unproven in this environment. So this will be his first singles match here in MEWF. Could it be a big one where he comes in and gets the huge win? 
in the main event? Or is Jake White taking off a bit more than he can chew? Because there are there are some big boys in this in this match. Uh, so I, this is not one for the faint of heart. Man, I, I gotta say, D, D Freedom. Uh, I think skipping all these title defenses, right? So there's being in shape, there's being in ring shape. Mm-hmm. And when you step in that ring, it's like getting in a car crash every bump. And when you take shows off, when you try to duck other champions, you're losing that ring shape, right? Your body, your your body gets used to a certain level of punishment. And so he's coming from ducking out challengers to an elimination chamber match. As big and scary as he might be, I don't know if he's ready to defend that title in the chamber. And uh, I, you know, I'm having a hard time picking through the rest of the field, but damn, I think all five competitors that are challenging for that title that night have got real claim to it. I'd like, you know, I, I'd like to see somebody walk out of there with the title that did not walk in with it. I think a new champion to end off the night could be a great thing for the company, especially a, a company that deserves a fighting champion. Yes, a fighting champion definitely. Definitely uh, is something that MEWF deserves. And also, you know, you've got to think Jason Holbrook is in this. If he wins, how does that impact Shawnee Caulfield's plans with that padded load contract? Could Shawnee just hold on to it? Could the money marks then dominate the world title scene uh, by fending off challengers with both the padded load contract and the world title? Or... Ooh, that the money marks something. implode when we see if Jason Holbrook wins the title and Shawnee cashes in on him. Shawnee is a fan favorite, but you talk about a heel turn that nobody would see coming. That would do it. To turn your back on your brother uh, in that situation. I don't know if Shawnee, Shawnee doesn't have a mean bone in his body, but if he did, that would be one. That would be one that we would, you talk about a swerve that we would not see coming. That would definitely be it. Now, he doesn't have a meme bone in his body, but Shawnee's also not stupid, man. If he could knock off Ric Flair and then cash in and end the night off the MWF champion, I mean, he's a he's a first ballot MWF Hall of Famer for that. That would be the biggest night in MWF history for any superstar. It would be. Superstar, it, if he it, could pull it, off those two things successfully. If he could pull that off, we're talking about him 20 years from now, man. So... Sometimes he, Chris you know, Jericho made a career by beating Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the same night, and this would be along those same vi- same lines, I would think, if if he's oh, yeah. able to pull this off. So, but like I said, there's there's some big 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 boys here, and I think that the the order for the elimination chamber is going to play a huge part because uh, one thing that a lot of big guys don't have is a lot of stamina. So you start taking a huge amount of punishment from each other uh, if you're the first one, first one or two in that ring. Uh, you're at a huge disadvantage because you've got some more punishments, some more big guys coming after you. Uh, your body's just going to take taking punishment and punishment. So it's going to be hard to outlast that. And, hard, there, uh, and there's not a light hitter in the bunch. They are all heavy hitters, all absolute badasses in their own right. This is going to be a war inside that cage. It is going to be. So whoever walks out with the belt, with the title will have earned it. That much is for sure. So, so. With that said, coming up soon, it's going to be pretty damn cool, man. Sponsored by Wendy's, Boys R Us, and Kmart. Oh, man, the brands of my childhood. You got to love it. 
So, folks, for the MWF Observer, for Jerry Meltzer, for Dylan Alvarez, we will see you guys next time. And stay tuned for Pretty Damn Cool, man. <laughs>